Hello, and welcome to the Polite Disagreements Podcast, the podcast where a group of childhood friends get together every week to talk about anything and everything. Welcome to our nonsense. We hope you have as much fun as we do. everybody welcome to the polite disagreements podcast i'm your host greg and i'm here with anthony who's not chewing hey i am your co-host anthony i'm gonna be chewing for a while i got a whole bowl of popcorn well you can talk it sounds like so it's pretty clear and I i'm just... also here with dan <laughs> <laughs> what up what up what up i got a bowl of popcorn I'm it. Uh, who, who else are you with uh Alex, the oh. kid formerly known as No COVID. But I'm here now to tell you that I joined the COVID club. How's it feel? It feels pretty Welcome, welcome, welcome. Feels pretty good. We're happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Yesterday it knocked me on my ass. Slept like all day, but that's about it. Yeah, you took four nap. Mm-hmm. I did I took four. It could have been five nap. It was <laughs> it was wild. We were gonna. I was gonna ask you if you lost your taste, but it's hard to lose something you never had in the first place. Mm, right, right, right. So, I don't know if the taste is a thing anymore. <laughs> no, I I didn't lose mine whenever I had it. Yeah, me neither. I still got it. I think it's like OG COVID. We got that week. <laughs> that, now. We yeah, I got that. I got the original COVID when COVID wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like everything I do, it I, it start like when you're doing it, it's like oh you shouldn't be doing that, and then, then everybody does it. Then like, it does it. See, yeah. I, I was an innovator. Trailblazer. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope everybody's ready to laugh more than usual because we're talking about comedians this this week. Comedians of all shapes and sizes, maybe colors. Who knows? Wow. Most likely not, though. Most likely not. (laughs) No, I kid. I kid. I kid. All right. We'll uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But in the meantime, what's what's to look for? See, I feel like you're painting a bad picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was a race racist joke. Yeah, <laughs> not about not about me. About you guys. Anyway, uh, got it. I, I'm gonna move on. Move past this though, because I don't know how it's gonna go over. We'll, we'll <laughs> totally you up to you how it goes over because you do all the editing so if you want to leave your racist <laughs> remarks in the in the podcast you do what you want to do yeah i don't I, condone them i think you're an idiot go on <laughs> anyway uh before we get completely overrun by the the alex white noise do you have the news for us ladies and gentlemen I do. Alex has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Number one. Any other stories for us? Yeah, I got one more. Just one? Yeah, Just I got three. one. Sweet. <laughs> Indian, Indiana, Indiana, Indianian. Hmm? A guy uh, from Indiana. Adiana. They're just called. They're just called Hoosiers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Anyways, in Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> Indiana, Indiana. There's a lot of A's in it, but we, Angler. Fine. 
an adult toy in his in a catfish's stomach. Oh, adult toy? Yeah. As in... a man who is from Indiana <laughs> <laughs> noticed some unusual lumps. Catfish. He reeled in. <clears throat> he a catfish reeled in by his friend. Said he was cleaning the catfish when he got home and discovered the contents of its stomach included a phallic adult toy. Mm. Love Rich, those kind. <laughs> Richard Kazer said that his friend John Hop went on a fishing boat or went on a fishing trip on his on a boat in Lawrenceburg area when Hop reeled in a, his first ever blue catfish. We noticed this is the quote, by the way. <laughs> we noticed when we got in the, we got into the boat, its stomach was huge. <laughs> they said they initially thought the fish may have swallowed some eggs or a smaller creature but later pushed the catfish's belly and felt two hard objects that did not feel normal. Two? Two hard objects. I'm assuming the sack, the balls. <laughs> Wait, the balls like on the on the dildo, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Sorry, ad- balls on the, uh, what was it? What was the term? Phallic adult toy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so they brought it back to their house and decided they were going to cut it open. And we found a foam ball, Ooh. part of a fish, and the other object, he said, the other object was a phallic sex toy. Uh, he posted the photos <laughs> on the fish on the fishes of the fish's unusual snack on Facebook. I have no idea how how or why it ended up in the river, but it is what it is. It is. Um, do you do you think that the whoever was writing this article just didn't want to use the word dildo? Yeah, what's wrong with dildo? Yeah, I think, I think it's just um, an easier headline to read. Like um, an adult toy found in a catfish's stomach instead of a um, a double-ended, you know, lightsaber dildo. <laughs> the rabbit. Yeah. I also yeah. like how you're like they're cleaning it. It reminded me of uh, the one Blink One Eighty Two thing, and he's like, "If your parents ever find you masturbating, you just say I was cleaning it, and it went off." <laughs> right. <laughs> For some like- reason, when I started to describe what the uh, the adult toy was I started to move my hands back and forth. Like uh-huh. this. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why. Well, I think we know why. You have, ex- you have experience. <laughs> I think we know why. Could you please stop calling what, it an adult toy? <laughs> I think I like the word phallic better than adult toy, anyways. Well, I think Dildo. that's that. Well, that'd be the the adverb, right, or the adjective. Adjective. Yeah. Adjective. But anyways. Yeah. I, I like to think that they, they reached out to the other uh, catfish for comment. And they were like, yeah, we always knew something like this would happen. Like, we need that gag reflex to survive. <laughs> I'm going to reapproach catfish fishing bait for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't put anything in their mouth. How big was the catfish? It's pretty big. It's decent size. Did they I guess, say? I, I don't know. Catfish get really, really big. Oh, no, no, no. So it's like a medium sized catfish. I was wondering how big this one was. Did they say? Or did you say the phallic toy or the catfish? <laughs> Both. It doesn't, no, it doesn't say the size of the uh, catfish. Yeah. Does, does but the catfish the was toy? probably 26, 28 inches. And it was even easier to spot because it was vibrating uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> um, why is the water rippling? I don't know. It's <laughs> cast over there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they used for bait. They- those like dick-shaped gummies from uh, like bachelorette parties, uh-huh. and, and the lure was just all the way down at the back of its. throat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna ruin this. I can feel it coming. No, that's all not right. 
next story. A British man throws a tortilla more than 90 feet for a new Guinness World Record. Ooh, Ooh I like that one. I feel like you guys would be good at this. You guys played a lot of Frisbee. Mm-hmm. I could sling a, a playing card, too, pretty far. Seen that happen once or twice. All right. A British man put up put his Frisbee tossing skills to the test by breaking the Guinness World Record for throwing a tortilla. Mm-hmm. Oliver Miles told Guinness World Records he decided to attempt the world record after watching a YouTube video while in COVID-19 lockdown. Nice. Attempt, attempting this, which I feel like a lot of good, a new, good, new good fun Guinness World Records came out of lockdown, but mm. anyways. Attempting this gave me some focus during the lockdown, which really helped me. It really, really helped my mental health. And actually breaking the world record will prove will really prove that those efforts weren't in vain, Miles told Guinness. <laughs> Miles managed a distance of 90 feet and 11 inches. So let's just call it 91 feet. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's a funny feeling. It's super. It's a super silly record. I can't believe I'm the person who can throw a tortilla the farthest in the world. Um, the, the farthest for now, Oliver. The farthest yeah. for now. We have a lot of records to break. Now, now that the Polite Disagreements podcast knows, your days are numbered. Numbers. Is somebody writing these down so we can like get together and try to do some of these? I, I think Anthony has them all memorized. Anthony has them memorized. Perfect. Um, Miles said the record. The Miles Miles's records or Miles said the record stood at thirty feet one inches when he originally decided Whoa. to break the world record. I feel like I could do thirty two feet right now. My, just got the back easy, easy. The, the mark was bested in the meantime by serial record breaker David Rush, who achieved a throw of fifty four feet five inches. Rush mark Rush's mark was again beaten before Miles managed to take the top spot. Is this so, a raw tortilla or is this that, a one? That's a good question. I was thinking too. I think, I think if it was cooked, it might be too light. But if you keep it like on a plane, like a level plane, that thing might fucking fly. Well, yeah, I think if it's hard or stale, stale, stale is mm-hmm. another thing. It might be too, uh, it might be too flat. Like you, you might think, need, you might need some of the uh, the the flexibility of a non raw tortilla yeah. to like kind of kind of like even out as it's going in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the ideal form for it would be to refrigerate the whole pack and then strip one off, so it would not only be firm enough to. Well, it might be in the row. Mine aren't rules. I buy aren't rules. All right. Did it say but, the uh, diameter of the tortilla? Doesn't. No, no, can, you, can you remind me? Do you have to? You have to pay out of pocket for somebody to come and test you. Is uh-huh. that how this went down? So he's not like winning anything for this, right? No, you never. I don't think you get anything for yeah. world record. Yeah, I didn't think so. Well, I'm glad to hear it paid off for him. Yeah, the uh, original record, like I seriously, thirty ten yards. Yeah. Ten yards. I, I could toss I, you. Yeah, guys throw this from yards. your living room. I, I could throw, throw anything throw across your living room. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weak. Yeah, it's not even like you don't even need to fly. Mm-hmm. That thing could accidentally fly 10 feet or 10 yards. I dropped one time and it, it drifted 30 feet. Exactly. <laughs> but did it specify too whether or not you need it to be in the disc form? Like, could I crumple up my tortilla and just whip this far as They said it in Frisbee, in Frisbee style okay. at the top, but I don't know that that means it's, it has yeah. to be. Yeah, because I could probably throw it like a baseball. Mm. <laughs> I could throw it like a Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> I, you definitely can't throw it 90 feet. That's what if you did it like a paper airplane? That's like 30 yards. That's yeah, not that far. What yeah, if you we, folded we've it got up? tiny arms. Yeah, you're right. Shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> ain't throwing shit 30 yards. These, these guns can fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's all on the wrist. Fire duds. 
It's all <laughs> in the wrist. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan, what else do one more. One more quickie. Uh, like the, the mystery machine from Scooby-Doo is listed on Airbnb. <laughs> oh, wait. The, which mystery machine? Is it um, the man? Not the good one. Yeah, it's the fan. Um, the 2002 live action Scooby-Doo film. I think that's the one with Freddie Prince Jr. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. And it actually says in here that they're going to leave all this semen in there. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Yeah, or is they or is and they it comes with it a black light. <laughs> Shaggy's bang bus. <laughs> Complete with uh, old shake from Shaggy's bong. And <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, where is this? Belma's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Velma's hair, uh, Daphne's hair. Velma's Velma's glasses got a little smudged up. <laughs> yeah, but didn't at the end of that movie that it was Velma and um, what's that guy's name? Shaggy. No, the handsome guy. Freddie Penn. Fred. Fred. Was it Fred? Yeah, it's Fred. Fred. It, it, yeah, he was played by <laughs> Freddie. Right. I think Fred and Velma ended up like the actual love connection was there. Oh, really? Was it? Wasn't his wife in real life Daphne? Daphne? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that. Never saw I, it. I'm pretty sure his it's uh she was Buffett the Vampire Slayer, right? Yes. Yes. I can't well, I can't remember her name. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna anyway. go home with the story while you look it up. Yeah. So the iconic <clears throat> the iconic mystery machine van from the 2002 live action Scooby Doo film is available for three overnight stays in Southern California on Airbnb. Airbnb announced the Mystery Machine was being listed for three one-night stays, June 24th, 25th, and 26th, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of that movie's release, which is yeah. crazy to think that that was 20 years ago. Another insane. crazy fact that my wife read to me the other day, she goes, there are people who have children. Well, how did it go, Nicole? People that have children that weren't alive when Shrek came out? That's it. Well, yeah. There's well, yeah. Like, there's like people. Somebody... It's like people graduating high school. <laughs> yeah. That was in 2001. That was 21 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's fucking wild. Anyway, with this movie too, then the van okay. is decked out with a 2002 throwback, including uh, a Sugar A album with a portable CD player, a lava lamp, and a vintage TV for a Sugar late a. night <laughs> viewing of Scooby Doo. Also, um, spooky condoms and <laughs> ghost lube. <laughs> is a spooky condom a condom with holes in it yep <laughs> dude i can't believe that came out in 2002 yeah yeah, yeah. uh so sorry were you, you talking about sarah michelle oh. geller yeah so so yeah they're married in real life and they got married in 2002 so maybe they got married because of this movie could have oh i'd be yeah that's cute that's mm-hmm. cute are they still Del- married uh yeah uh, and then Velma was Linda Cardellini. Who? Linda Cardellini. Um, what else to was she what, in? Uh, Freaks and Geeks. I'm trying to think of what else she's famous for. And James Gunn was the writer who wrote all the Guardian of the Galaxies. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> kind of wild. Wow. Isla Fisher was know. in that movie too? He stepped up. He stepped up with Guardian yeah, of the Galaxy. He, he definitely stepped up after that movie yeah i think if you go back and watch it now you think it was good it had 31 on rotten tomatoes so if that is any indictment 
<laughs> Dan, for some for some reason, I think this this might get it for you. She plays Hawkeye's wife in uh in yep. all the Avengers yep, movies. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Lin- Linda. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, did you just say Isla Fisher too? Yeah, you said yeah. That's so funny. I'm reading through these names. What what a what a crazy world. Yeah, there was a cast for sure. I remember Isla Fisher being in it. <laughs> the movie definitely had people in it. <laughs> that None is... of them did a great job, but it is what yeah. it is. It doesn't give you a price though of uh, what it would cost. To where's it at? Oh, you're talking about that. It's gonna be on Airbnb. Yeah, well, I know. Location. Like we, we're gonna try to look it up. Um. But anyway, we we can Southern we can California. Re- we can revisit this. Has to be California. It is Southern California. Don't right. say where in Southern California. Just says Southern California. But that's the news. That's the news. All right. Well, thanks, man. Let's uh let's let's lighten things up a little bit. Let's move on. How could it get any lighter than that? It can't get much. Can't get much. How can it get lighter than a uh, phallic adult toy? (laughs) Two phallic toys. (laughs) All right. So, like I said up top, we're doing comedians. Uh, We we only briefly discussed this. So uh, Alex threw out the idea of each of like a, a sketch comedian, a comedian. Sorry, comedian, comedian, a stand-up comedian. I'm, ex- I'm showing you what I think of this whole <laughs> topic. And then a uh, movies comedian. Or we can just do whatever you want. But uh, well, I don't feel the same thing, too. Yeah, let's just do whatever you want. Why don't we throw out a couple that you like? Yeah, maybe do a favorite joke. I'll start for once. I'll start I'll start for once. Hey, uh, we, you, uh, I think we need to vote on that. Oh, okay. You, you want to? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> okay, you're okay. good. <laughs> okay. Vote complete. Um, uh, my my favorite comedian is Bill Burr. You guys, you guys familiar with him? Shocking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched his comedy special that he just came out with on Netflix with all of his friends. Did you see that one? I was I was watching it before we started. That's what I, gave me the idea to do this. Oh uh, yeah, so oh, shit. this weekend. Yeah, he shows guys... no mercy. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He never does. And uh, Dan, I think you remind me of him a little bit. Like when you did your uh, your now famous uh, women are terrorists uh, commentary, <laughs> that was that was a little little Bill Burry. Bill Burry, I think. Yeah, you got to. If really... I would have gotten paid to do that, it would have been a lot better. But I wasn't. So. <laughs> Dan kind of reminds me of who I'm going to introduce next. That's why you guys love me so much. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> you should be a stand up comedian. I also love how Bill Burr was in Breaking Bad. Yeah, he's in like he has the most random acting roles, but yeah, him in Breaking Bad is as like the random Saul Goodman. <laughs> fixer, I do not tough remember guy. him in Breaking Bad. He's like one of Saul Goodman's. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Like muscle. It was. It was yeah. like they would have him. You remember the big black dude Huel? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so him and Huel were like a two-man team. You might remember him from uh, whenever. So we th- this is this podcast is all about spoilers. So if you if you're so listening, if you've been like, listening, you change your name to play disagreements. Spoiler podcast. Spoilers. 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 Uh, so spoil, spoil, spoil. The guy that the guy that Skyler is having an affair with Ted. Uh, when they go, they they go to like talk him out of like uh, making it making a thing out of things. 
and uh, he he tries to run away from them and slips and breaks his breaks his neck. <laughs> and Bill Burr is the guy who goes there to to be like, "What are we doing?" And then uh, he, he does it. Fuck, <laughs> just just Bill Burr going fuck. Uh, I can't remember if that's actually what he what he said, but it was that was the the gist of his reaction to this this idiot yeah. guy trying to run away. He's kind of uh, coming back to me, but I don't. I don't know. And then he he's also the one who drives the uh, dump truck whenever they stop the train in the train heist mm. with the with the methylamine. Oh shit! Yeah, and it's stuck on the track. Yeah, it's it's him trying to like stop yeah. the train. He was also in some of the best Chappelle show sketches. Uh, yeah, World Series of Dice, Racial uh-huh. Draft. Because I think he was friends with Chappelle and Neil Brennan. Yeah, yeah, he is. I feel like uh, all the comedians I, are just like together. Yeah. So what I what I watched last night was a um, like homage to uh, why the fuck am I Bob Saget, and uh, there was like it's like the most random people that you had no idea that he was friends with it's like jim carrey uh i can't i can't remember his name but john mayer was yeah, there. They, it's like all these but they work people. they work a circuit right yeah so like whenever they're exactly. trying to come up they're just playing these like shitty shows and like these bad places or, or they're touring and it's like it's good shows but they're, you're just on the road and the, on the road will become like your friends and family right and then like you guys fuck with each other and Make each other yeah, better. See, yeah, I think they all play. They all play at like the same few comedy clubs. Right. That's how they all. Yeah. Yeah, because there's not a ton of comedy clubs. Clubs like yeah. in Pittsburgh, like two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that, like one notable one, <laughs> there's not yeah. much. Yeah, I think it's just the improv. But the improv, yeah. yeah. And if you're yeah. trying to get famous, you're probably in like California, New, New York, New York, or Chicago. I think you're everywhere too. all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it starts in New New York, and then they start touring to work out their yeah. their, their big bits. Uh, if you if you really want to, if you really care about it, every single comedian has a podcast where they talk about how how it yeah, works they, to be a comedian. Do. <laughs> Bill Burr was like one of the first people to have a podcast. In his podcast, he it's great because it's just him talking about whatever he feels like talking about for like <sighs> twenty plus minutes. There's no guests; it's just him <laughs> being a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> think, like, I think that's I think we're like gla- grazing over like like the best part about him. His art of of com- comedy is is the best. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, do you think he has like a certain? Oh shape, yeah, like he isn't. He is like the only one who does it. Where he like, uh, high energy and 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 he doesn't pick a favorite. He doesn't have a side. He just it's everybody and everything. He has no. There is no nobody's safe. <laughs> He doesn't leave any stone unturned, and he doesn't get canceled. He doesn't give a shit. Have Have I, you? Uh, were you asking if you if he had like a specific like bit or joke, Anthony? Just like, uh, like his, his his comedy like, stylings. Yeah, like something that you would say like he's famous for. Like if you're gonna look him up. Oh, I don't know if he has. Like, he's a you gotta famous... look for this joke or for like this, like you said, like style or something. like a tagline or something. I think or he's so. He's so whatever the now is, and he just he talks about it. And it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. The one thing that he he does, like he's done for like bit, uh, like through multiple specials, he, he always jokes about like uh, the population needing to be thinned out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and, and the, at this uh, the thing you saw you were talking about the special where he's like hosting it. He he opens up and he's like, yeah, I thought it would be better with all the with the traffic clearing out, but the traffic's back, so I wish some more people would die. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. 
uh, yeah, like he had a bit, I actually saw, I went to go see one of his specials in DC and, uh, it was, oh, that's awesome. uh, I think it was two specials ago, maybe, maybe paper tigers. I can't remember what it was, but, uh, it, he had a bit about, uh, his, his plan to reduce the population was to, uh, start sinking cruise ships. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a bad place to start. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he, he talks about how it's like the worst cross section of the population. No one's going to miss them. <laughs> and then he actually goes in and like acts out doing it. <laughs> I remember my parents being like, I felt like it was a little too much. And I was like, no, I, not too much for me. <laughs> I mean, well, that's I, what, that's like the funny thing. Cause some of the, some of the comedians are a little bit over the line, but like that's the thing. It's that's it's the joke. that's the whole point yeah. of it. It's a, exactly. Yeah. It's a joke. Like you need to be okay with them, like being uncomfortable with what people. But Dan, I feel like he's not the only one that's like cynic like that. No, not at all. No, but yeah. he's he does it better than almost anybody. And uh, I do feel like you know he what? Ta- he'll talk about literally anything, and he yeah. It doesn't matter if he's on one side of the aisle, one thing like he's fine going he, he on the other side. Yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, his like cynicism kind of reminds me of who's the guy that has the show on Comedy Central where he makes fun of all the YouTube videos. Tosh. 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 That's kind of like his mm. stand-up comedian. His stand-up bit is sort of like his. I guess I like. so. He's, he's a lot less like snarky and sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, dark humor and food are very, very similar. Um, not everybody gets it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah uh another bilber one the, the, the bit that he does is uh he, he has a bit where he kind of like makes fun of i guess you've got toxic mac- masculinity about how like men they die they drop dead at like the age of 50 because they can't ever like accept that they like things or have any feelings right. and it's like <laughs> it just goes into uh like you, you you can't order like banana pancakes around your buddies it's like what the syrup wasn't sweet enough for you what are you some kind of fag <laughs> which it gets me it's got me into trouble before like i remember my my brother-in-law like th- thought that i was actually legitimately being like what are you some kind of fag he's <laughs> like do you have a problem it's like no no not at all it's, i'm it's i'm making fun of people that would say that <laughs> you're like michael scott and like yeah exactly. the second episode diversity day <laughs> yeah well and it, i only like I, my wife understands because like uh, that's what i'm poking fun at so yeah yeah but it's see the joke has like so many layers to it it's like uh you're saying this thing <laughs> to make fun of the person that is the like who's making fun of somebody it's like a three-layered joke uh-huh. and like and if you don't if you don't know the person or know what you're listening to you're immediately offended like oh i'm so mad at you right now. it's like no 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 no. i'm making fun of the person making fun of the person who ordered the pancakes with the syrup and, and the, like you didn't get it like you it just went over your head never mind i don't even know why i tried yeah, the, the it happens great. to me all the time mm-hmm. yeah people, people just aren't smart enough it's a problem the the uh the, i love the part in that thing where he talks about like resenting his girlfriend who i think is his wife now for like being able to enjoy things like going to a farmer's market and ordering muffins when he <laughs> makes makes him so mad that he just wants to go up and just start boom boom smashing the muffins <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, I could go on about Bill Burr for forever. I love him. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He's on. He, he gets on DBE a lot. Um, I shouldn't say a lot. He's on probably once or twice a year um, at local Pittsburgh radio station, and uh, he's hysterical. And he just tells like stories about how um, like just weird interactions he had with fans or or shit, like people heckling him in 
in um in airports like asking him for autographs and like he knows there are people that sell the autographs so he won't give them to him and then his like them fighting with each other in the airport and like just the way he explains it is hilarious mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to see him at his like uh, casual storytelling best, every time he goes on Conan O'Brien, if you just Google like uh, Bill Burr on on Conan, it's this, that's also when he reminds me the most of you, Dan, because it's just like him talking about something that like pissed him off or annoyed him. <laughs> and every time Conan like gets to the point where he's just like shaking his head and doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, so that's Bill Burr. That's mine. Nice. I like it. I thought you were gonna go with somebody else. I might. Be, I might still honorable men- mentions. I got a lot of those. I. I, I too. Have yeah, a, I have a bunch. A as bunch. Well. Cool. Oh, good, Anth. You. You're, you were talking. You want me to go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with someone who's not as mainstream. Although I feel like he kind of is now, but he's not gonna be on the top of everybody's list. Uh, have you guys heard of Nate Borgatti? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, I don't think so. He's he has a couple of Netflix specials and he had one uh, that came out actually during the pandemic that he recorded during the pandemic uh, in Vegas on like the strip. And it's hilarious because he's outside and these helicopters keep flying over and like keep interrupting him, which is like the pandemic and just like perfect, like perfect setting for a comedian to be trying to have a stand up in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, but he's this Tennessee kid, um, has like an amazing accent, although like through the years it like kind of dissipates a little bit. But uh, Dan, why he reminds me of you is he makes fun of himself quite a bit. Uh, and specifically, he calls himself dumb all the time. <laughs> and he has this one, this one skit where he just talks about himself going to um, community college and he takes a class and he's like, it's literally just called math. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I should have gone. He's like, I should have gone through that years ago. And he's like, and then I also took reading and he's like, he's like, I'm not an immigrant. And he's like, I should have I finished that whenever I was in like second grade. And he's like, I didn't get any college credits for any of this. So he just like rips on himself the whole time, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, and somehow like this shit up he his dad is a magician and <laughs> was a clown when he was growing up <laughs> so he just like talks about that uh and he's like very wholesome like i he doesn't all, swear he doesn't swear in all of his stand-ups i haven't heard him swear once um which i feel like is like a little bit different and like it's nice and lighthearted. and he still has like really funny skits and stuff that he talks about but yeah he just doesn't swear um and the thing that kills me, I think, the most is no matter what he's talking about and if it's like the punchline or not, he just has a stone cold expression mm-hmm. and like does not react at all to like what he's talking about, what the crowd does or anything. And it just makes me crack up even more. That would be so hard to do. I don't he's, know how he does it. He, he uh, He's like the opposite of Bill Burr in his, his delivery. Like he's so not quite deadpan, but he, he's like understated and uh like super super self-deprecating not that like other comedians are but i i I think my favorite joke by him is he does a bit where uh he talks about like going out to uh, he's like on the river with a bunch of friends and they see a guy his wife used to date uh and they were like you should go fight him he's like what what am i gonna do that for like what am i he's on a boat am i gonna swim out to him and and he'll see this guy in the water 
it's not very intimidating. And then it's like, can you help me get into the boat? I want to fight you. (laughs) 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 He also had this joke. He's like, uh, also making fun of himself. He's like, if I time traveled, he's like, I don't think that I'd be, he's like, I'd go back in time and I don't think I'd do any good. And be like, I'd walk up to this guy and on a phone. He'd be like, "Oh, they they make phones at some point that go in your pocket." And like, <laughs> he's like, how does that work? He's like, "I I don't know." And he's like, well, "Maybe a satellite." He's like, oh, "Shit, should have said that." And he's like, "Floating metal in the air." He's like, "I'd have to go back and be custodian." He's like, "I'd I'd go back in time, and I'd be worse off than I am right now." <laughs> that's that's a funny way to look at something too, because uh, I, I <clears throat> find myself thinking about if I could time travel, time travel, I'd like, oh, I go back and invent like Amazon or like something like that. But, like, I don't know how to I'd get that off the ground though. Like, yeah. I have no idea how I would do that. Like, I, I have the no idea part. how to explain <laughs> how any of it worked. Uh, it's fucking funny. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. He's I gotta really check him out. I haven't seen any of his stuff. Yeah, never heard of him. I looked him up though. Never even saw him before. Yeah, he's really funny. He was in Pittsburgh last fall. I was supposed to go, but I wasn't here. Really sad. You think? Do you think they like like him? Do you think he ever like breaks like on any of his interviews, like character, like that stone faced? Yeah, I, one of the I was watching like some of his earlier standups before we hopped on, and one of them like he like cracked a smile a little bit, but like some of his new stuff, I'm not even sure if he breaks any of it. But I also think he's friends with like some of the. Um, like newer up and comers, um, and they're just like wild. I'm sure they probably breaks character. Like if he's like on any other podcast, right? Like Weasel said, like <laughs> Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, like they all have podcasts now too. They actually have podcasts together, um, and I'm sure he's probably been on some of those. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if he does or not, but yeah, it's like just hilarious him talking about himself, him talking about his wife and. <laughs> his daughter and him just like keeping this stone cold face the whole time it is weird going back and seeing like his older stuff when he he has a beard now but he didn't back then mm-hmm. and he looks like a completely different person he looks like a thumb if you go go back and watch just like older stuff yeah and like he yeah he has a beard he's like i think even like his newer one he's like super gray which mm-hmm. he's in like his 40s or something um so yeah, like seeing like the progressions kind of fun. How long has he been around for? Mm, I think I've only watched like probably two or three years. I've started seeing some of this stuff. Oh, he's been around. He's been around. But I think he's been time. around for a while. Yeah. He was on um Netflix. I forget what their stand-up is. I think the first one like he broke through it whenever they like have like 10 minute comedians like coming through. There was like five or ten of them in a season. He was yeah. on one of those. I forget which like stand-up series it was, but he was featured on one of those, and I think that was like probably one of his first breaks. Huh. Uh, like like Last Comic Standing or one of those? Or, yeah, or, uh, one of those. I can't remember exactly which one that it was. Um, I'll have to look it up. What a hard business to get into, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. This... Seriously, listen to listen to some of these comedians' podcasts. They'll tell you. Uh, I we might. Uh, I might get to him, but uh, yeah, there was there was a one of them did a show about start starting to be uh, a stand up committee. Anyway, let's let's, uh, let's move on. 
Stan, you want to go next? Go ahead, Alex. Alex, you go. I, so when the ant first like brought this up, I was thinking of Ralphie May. Do you guys know who that is? R.I.P. He's dead. <laughs> this is like no typical typical Alex. He's been dead for a while, I think. Oh shit! One, I don't know who that is, but the fact that you brought up this guy and you don't even know if he's alive or not. <laughs> well, he's funny as fuck. If you never heard of an ant, you better go look up one of his Netflix specials because he's like your stereotypical, just like fat, like obese, funny motherfucker. So yeah, oh, he's funny. He, he kills me. I, I'm seeing him. I still don't know if I know. He, he, by the way, he died in 2017. Just so you know, Damn. it's been a minute. I was gonna say five, he died a while ago. Five years ago. I was no. just like, oh, he just had a show out a couple. No, oh, he did. <laughs> no, I haven't watched his stuff for like anything new. On At least him five years, I'd say. Yeah, well, you're on the nose with that one, 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has this, um, how he always, like, makes fun of anybody, kind of like what you were saying before, Weasel. Like, there's nobody that he won't make fun of. He'll make fun of black people, gay people, whoever. But he has fu- a funny thing where he used to, like, how the gay people steal everything that's, like, good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the rainbow color. He's like, how the fuck... Do these people get to choose a color that's going to be all the colors in the world? And it's the best color that I know of, whatever. And then also they get to do a parade. He's from California. They get to do a parade once a year. And then just because they like to fuck dudes in the ass <laughs> and they cause all this traffic. <laughs> Obviously, he says it much better. But like his everything, every, no. skit, every no. skit that he has is just like, I feel like he hasn't done much. Basically Is on recently, TV. I, I thought you were gonna say recently. <laughs> no, he was on. He was on. He had a Comedy Central special. I feel like uh, a couple different times. He really? was on. Like, I don't think I don't know if the Comedy yeah. Central does this anymore, but they used to have like a in like a late night. Like, but him just doing stand-ups, right? Not like a yes. show. No, yeah, I don't think he was. Stand-ups. I mean, he probably was maybe like an extra or something in like movies, but nothing like too mainstream. Basically, he got based all of his comedian out doing stand-up from what i <laughs> can see um, yeah and he was he was hilarious um but like you said that he's just another one of those um high energy uh guys that just crack on people and every and not, like you said nothing safe uh he's he could easily make fun of himself mm-hmm. about whatever having a hot wife being fat um wanting to get skinny can't whatever um, I feel yeah. like every skit that he had, though, like it's just nonstop laughter with him, and that was the greatest thing about him. So he was like my number one stand-up comedian. Comedian, but Anthony, if you haven't ever heard of him, you definitely have to. I do him. love the comedians where, like, because some of the jokes, it's like real long for them to like pay off a laugh. Uh huh. It's like you're sitting there, but I do love the comedians who it's like so fast sitting where it's like yeah. you're just laughing nonstop. Yeah. Well, and he would interact a lot with the crowds too. Um, uh huh. And like they would say stuff, and he would like he's like, "Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that?" He would he'd interact a lot with the crowds, and and he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he oh, your wife, like, oh, you think you like? And he had he he was from California, but he had like a southern accent. Well, I think he was born in like Texas, like early, and then he moved to like the ghetto, a ghetto part of like. He was born in Texas, Chattanooga, Chattanooga Tennessee, <laughs> Chattanooga, Tennessee. But and then he the went to he California would... and was like in a real rough area, supposedly. But he, yeah, he would just, <laughs> just the way he would say things 
it, like it didn't even matter if it was a joke or not just the way he would like the what the words he would use to describe things were just funny oh yeah he's a character for sure like the way he looked and talked and then obviously his comedy was i mean i feel like there's not many people that just do stand up and he crush it because he would go and what, he are, would you, what are you talking about <laughs> i feel like they all try to break into just like getting into the the movie scenes or whatever nobody like just stays and to be successful like him no i feel like, I, I feel like you're not I feel like you're not incorrect completely. I think like that's like the end goal because that pays the best. You don't yeah. have to travel and do the work, like do the like, come up with new bits and yada yada yada, and like or be a writer on a show or something like that. I feel like that's maybe the end goal for some of these people. But mm-hmm. I feel like the stand up scenes coming back like hard with like a lot of these big names coming out and doing specials again and and like and touring and stuff like that. I, I think I think that's it's true. like Kevin Hart's like a superstar, but he still tours. Like right. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like, I don't think I th- maybe it is the end goal for some people. And I think that is like seen as making it big, but I don't think it's like, Oh, uh, you're, you're a stand-up comedian. You, it's on, it's in route to being an actor or else what are you doing? Like, I don't think that's the case at all. No, I don't think that is either. But like for, for being super famous though, like well-known comedians, I feel like um, you kind of, yeah, I guess if you're not into comedy, um, everybody knows who Kevin Hart is. Everybody knows who Robin Williams is. Everybody knows uh, who who like Adam Sandler is and and shit like that. But yeah, and, and Robin Williams think- came back to do stand up too. Like he was super famous, and then he did the right. HBO specials. I mean, that was like Bob Saget. Like they all of their friends were like he lived <laughs> for stand up comedy. Yeah, right. He helped so many different people uh-huh. in it. But I think I think people who are into comedy. Uh, I think when people do make it to the movies, they're like fucking sell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that it's such a rush though, like actually doing stand up and like getting a whole fucking crowd to laugh at you. Like that has to be so insane. Mm-hmm. I can see why people would love to be a part of that, but <laughs> Ralphie May. Ralphie May. Ralphie May. He was high energy. He was fucking so I need to check him out. He would also travel, uh, what's that called when they would go to like the army cross country? U- USO? Yeah, he would be part of that, which I think is pretty cool. That'd be such a fucking sick thing to do. Cool. I don't right, disagree. All right, Dana. I don't know who to pick. Um, we do a couple of rounds. So you don't no, no pressure. Uh, I like Louis C. Louis C.K. a lot. <laughs> Controversial. Um, did he piss on somebody? No. No. No, uh, he masturbated on the phone to people. Uh, no, not it. not just on the phone, like in the same in room. person too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, didn't, I didn't that, know that. That was really what got him into trouble. You didn't know. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You're almost as bad as Alex. Not known, that was like five years ago. Uh, that was all part of the Me Too movement. He's yeah. he's canceled, man. Uh, he, he, he might be on the route. He might be clawing his way back. I think he mm-hmm. he released a special. I think a couple of years ago now. Actually, maybe at least a year ago. Uh, I think I watched it and it was. It was okay. It was it was yeah. okay. I it, he I don't think he did the best job of talking about what had happened. But did you watch the is the uh, I don't want to we'll talk. We yeah, let's not let's that. not turn this into me. Yeah, so Dan didn't even know that he got uh, he got got me too. I didn't know he got. Yeah. I didn't know he got me too. He got me too. I I don't know how I feel about using that as a verb, but <laughs> <laughs> I know he was involved in that uh, in a situation that could be classified as that. Is that better? I was going to say it got canceled, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I like me too. 
Hold on a second. Anyways, Louis C.K. Masturbates on people. Uh, yeah, that is Nicole just brought something up that I forgot about. But anyways, um, yeah, he's his delivery is uh, is hard to beat uh, mm-hmm. with his jokes, and I think everybody, like all comedians, they tell a story. Except, like, I guess not all, but like Ralphie May is a he, he tells jokes, but uh, like uh, Louis so, C.K. he tells a story in his like Ann said, like it takes a while to get to the point. And when you get there, it's like, that was worth the wait. And I think a lot of times that's like his, like, for me, that's like his trademark. That's like my favorite thing about him and his uh, tone when he does it. Mm. Um, he, he uses his voice well up and down to, to get you there. I yeah. think. I'm not going to lie. I liked him a lot whenever, uh, before the whole oh, incident. Yeah. His yeah. show was hysterical and it, and it seemed like it was just him on stage, but he was playing somebody, but it was just, just him, him on stage yeah yeah i so i i've also loved his uh his stuff too it's it's tough because it's like do you uh give up the art because because the things the artist did but right. he, i don't think so i think um yeah he did i guess apparently he did something he shouldn't have done um but it doesn't mean that what he uh, yes yeah, it doesn't mean it wasn't funny his, his art wasn't right. good uh it doesn't make exactly. make it any it doesn't uh make it not valid that he had good shit but uh yeah He's somebody I have definitely referenced on this show all the time. Uh, and he, I, I I think the thing that makes Louis C.K. the most Louis C.K. to me is like his his self-deprecation is just on a, a whole nother level. He is just brutal about himself and just like he really is. like totally honest to the point where you're like, man, stop telling me this stuff about you. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to hear about your sad masturbating in your hotel room right. this much. <laughs> Is he divorced twice? Or no, just, just once. Yeah. I feel like he would always talk about his first wife or maybe a second wife. I don't know. He was only uh, divorced once. So it was his first wife. <laughs> well, he could talk about but a second wife. If and how he's still, he's, I don't think he's remarried. Yeah, I, don't know I thought either. he did get remarried. You yeah. you thought Ralphie May was still alive, so. yeah, I <laughs> and I thought hey, that Louis C.K. didn't ever do anything wrong other than. Uh... <laughs> he also was a sellout uh, and was in Parks and Rec. I didn't really like him that much in that show. Though. Oh, he was their boyfriend. Yeah, he was really awkward. The cop. Yeah, but, well, but I think that's who he's playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's playing the character. But uh, yeah, I, I think his uh, his. I don't even know if you want to call it cringeworthy comedy. I, I just think it's it it's different. So like that's why I like it. Definitely he's not like yeah, he's not like there's nobody like him mm-hmm. um do you, do you have a few favorite louis ck bit because I, I i do i do not <laughs> he has a whole bit about how uh he you know he's disgusting because he will have a cinnabon at the airport that he arrives at yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i forgot about yeah. that <laughs> Like you, he's food at home, like fifteen minutes away, fruit and shit. Uh, but he'll take the uh, the like one that's been sitting fucking... there under the under the the red light for they two hours, there. and make sure you give me some of that jizz in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could just hear his voice telling it, and it's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but the way he describes situations is uh, is that's that's my that's my favorite part about him. And I'm, I'm not saying he's my favorite, but. You guys said a lot of good ones, um, but he's different than everybody else that we've talked about. Yeah, it's tough because I think he would have been like I would. I think he would have been like easily top of my list if it hadn't been for the whole uh, Me Too cancellation thing. 
Well, um, don't think about what he's done wrong. Think about what he's done right. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, so I guess I guess when it comes to his actual work, uh, the, the special he released since he came back, I think it kind of tarnished my view of him a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like uh, awful or anything, but it was it was kind of just like eh, kind of mediocre in the way he addressed the the stuff that happened. I don't think he did himself any favors. Yeah. So what I was gonna say, Aziz Ansari had like a awkward he wasn't like fully canceled, but there was like an awkward situation that happened with one of the dates that he went on. Mm-hmm. And after that all came out and like, I think some of the press and media like didn't fully cancel him, but he addressed it during his first stand up at like special after. And it was like this really weird, awkward, like tone and like feeling. And then it just like carried through the whole stand up, And yeah, that like kind of tarnished because some of his stand ups. Early on, as he's hysterical, yeah. But his latest one, like after that all happened, it was just like it just had a really weird, somber tone at the beginning. And I was like, I never got into on this, yeah, yeah. I, I think I like to, I think the other part of like the reason I like some comedians is the way they interview. Like, whenever you hear like the way they talk about things, like they never stop being funny. Like, uh, hearing yeah. him, in, uh, Aziz, uh, and tell like stories about like oh i went to this party and like they're like oh tell a joke tell a joke funny man and he's like uh can i just hang out like yeah. <laughs> just get up here and be funny like it doesn't work like that <laughs> yeah just the way he describes situation he's he's a fucking funny one too dude that story you're talking about was him g- going to a party at kanye west house <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is the one <laughs> yeah kanye standing him up to perform <laughs> yeah like what are you gonna do? Tell Kanye no? <laughs> yeah. like, I'd really rather not, man. It's party. <laughs> Speaking of Aziz, uh, I, I still my my wife and I still all the time quote. He, he has a story he tells about uh, being at a restaurant and overhearing Fifty Cent uh, not understand what grapefruit was. Uh, <laughs> like he ordered a grapefruit soda and it came, and he said. Why isn't this purple? <laughs> and my my wife and I all the time. <laughs> Why isn't this purple? <laughs> oh, that purple drink. Yeah, it, 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 the the not the punchline necessarily, but he's like, and I got to to witness Fifty Cent learning what a grapefruit was. <laughs> he oh, he went to lunch and he found out about new fruit. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's disease, not Louis C.K. But yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so here's the question: Now, do we want to go for another round, or uh, it, I, I guess we can say other other categories, whatever you want. That was pretty quick. It was we can snake it? Snake it, Dan. You got another one? Uh, yeah. Eddie Murphy. Eddie there Murphy is classic. He's OG. Um, he is another one who's super animated whenever he does shit. But he story, I think, very well, and then like the way he just describes things, and I don't know why it it is so funny to me, just the way he sees things or the way he describes things. But it it, it fucking kills me. Uh, Eddie Murphy stand up, not Eddie. Most some of Eddie, I guess, pre Norbit. Uh, I was going to even say pre any sequels to any um, of his movies. Daddy Professor. That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but guys are funny. Was, Everything after that is pretty funny. But it's stand up. Yeah, the stand up's different though. It's totally different. He hasn't done stand up in a long, long time, right? Long, yeah, long time. So. 
He has. Like, I can't remember what it is. It called Raw. The the he had a stand up where he was wearing this this crazy red. Leather it was it was jumpsuit. the thriller outfit. No, mm-hmm. did he have a microphone that had a like a uh, cord on it? I think so. You yeah. know it from the uh, the yeah. It's like thriller esque. Yeah. Yeah, dude, and he just oh god damn it the way he describes shit. His fucking brother's funny too. His brother's so funny. <laughs> <Tony Murphy. laughs> Once again, he's not trying. I don't. Maybe he is trying to be funny. Maybe he isn't. But the way he describes things is just funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he also can play like so many different characters. He has like the great impression, I guess, acting. Yes. Eddie Murphy. Well, yeah, he played like nine different characters in Norbit. Yeah, right. exactly. So like when he tells a story, he tells it like a fucking G, and he's every character possible. But yeah, did you ever see, he, yeah. Did you ever wait. see him on SNL? Yeah, I was gonna say we, my uh, my wife's family. They, one of their tr- Christmas traditions, they watch the SNL like Christmas special. Uh, and, and one of the old skits he does, it's uh, I think it's like Mr. Jefferson or something like that. It's supposed to be Mr. Rogers, but it's like yeah, uh, urban. <laughs> I guess is the way uh, <laughs> what it's going for. And it, yeah. it like talks about how how you make the all right, kids. Mr. Jefferson's gonna show you how to make a cabbage patch doll. And it takes it, it takes it's like a doll and it's got no head on it. He takes a head of cabbage and just shoves it on the head. <laughs> the cabbage patch doll. <laughs> yeah, he crushed it. He was yeah. also like a fucked up Gumby. Was like one of his go-to skits. He had some good ones. Yeah, he's uh he's something else. As an actor, he's he's hilarious in a lot of movies, but he got to a point where it was just uh I don't know, the Adam Sandler effect maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, through the out the eighties and early nineties, I feel like he did. Yeah. The eighties were his best. Coming to America, you know. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills, Hills Cop. Cop. Even the second one of those was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody seen the new Coming to America? Mm-mm. No. Uh, is he either. is he in that? Yeah, I think parent. it's like mostly original class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty yeah. sweet. It's on my list. Well, I haven't got around to it yet. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Al. Eddie Murphy was on my list too, Dan. That was great. Uh, but so I really like George Carlin. You guys know him? Mm-hmm. We know George Come Carlin. You got me? to. Just his like social commentary and how everything kind of comes true to like what he says and like how well he doesn't have to like be animated at all, really. It's just, like, George Carlin doesn't have to be animated? Well, not to the point of like Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah, but his thing is kind of more like he'd get mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, fucking stupid. People are stupid. Like, what the fuck? But, like, he wouldn't be, like, having to change voices or anything like that. And the shit that he would talk about was just so, like, the saying, it's not funny because it's it's funny because it's true. Like, I feel like everything that he had to say was so spot on, more than, like, any other comedian, in my opinion. And he just had to really talk about, like, life and how stupid it was or how whatever and see how like asinine things could be. Mm. And it all came out perfect. Everything that he said. Yeah. You take like, Oh, this like, just look at this one little thing. And like, this is how you think about it, but you're wrong. This is actually (laughs) the way it is. (laughs) Yeah. And it's still like what he would say, like back in like the seventies still kind of holds true. Like today and all of this. Yeah. Was he the one who his joke was? Uh, why you know why they call it the American Dream? Because you got to be asleep to believe it. 
He might be. I think that might be George Carlin. But he, his his famous thing was, uh, are you familiar with this seven dirty words? Yeah, yeah. that was his thing, yeah. Seven yeah. words you can't say on television? Uh-huh. Do, you, do, you, uh, do, you, do you know who they are, Alex? Do you want to read them? Do you want to list them off for us? Do you have them? I have, I have it up here. You yeah. can get Shit, piss. Uh huh. Fuck. Uh huh. Alex's favorite word. Oh, uh, you're not even gonna say it. <laughs> if we're not on TV, Anthony. You can say whatever you want. Um, cocksucker. You're reading it off. I don't believe. No, it. motherfucker. Uh huh. One more. I'm not reading it off. Um, the c word. Is that it? No, you missed tits. Uh oh, it, it's <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two has I, a song. I, Family, yeah, family, family reunion. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. They say that. I yeah, wonder really? if you had to, they had to get like, nah, probably not. What? Like, like rights to <laughs> say that? I yeah. don't think. Nah. Well, he got they. He said it. I I think he said it. It was like broadcast. I so I learned about this in in like a pre law course. But he we took that class together. I think the like. Did we? It was like communication. Communication. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did. Uh, yeah, so it got broadcast on the radio, I think, and he got a bunch of FCC fines. I can so imagine. You- <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I remember the the professor. I think I don't know if it was actually this, but it, the the way the professor told a great story, and he was like, and uh, sometimes in the, the FCC, or, sorry, the radio broadcast was on right around like 3 30 p.m you know what happens then kids are picking their parents kids are getting picked up by their parents from school uh so so Uh, how's that his fault it should have been been well monitored i feel i feel like what you said about um like all the stuff they talked about still being true um i recently watched a richard Pryor stand up from probably like the 70s and literally, like all the shit that he says, it's like stuff that still happens today. It's yeah. like, holy shit, how is this all still like exactly relevant the way that like you outlaid it fifty years ago? Right. It's my uncle used to have Richard Pryor on record. I guess he still has. He has a record of Richard Pryor. He would quote his all shit is so funny. I don't like know enough to like talk about him to like pick him, but his stand up that I watched was just amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. He was wound up too. <clears throat> Him and Eddie Murphy remind me of each other. Yeah, yeah. Richard, I mean, Pry- I mean he probably influenced Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, a thousand yeah. percent. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Majority of comedians, but definitely him. Yeah. See, he, like that would be so hard so as a comedian because if, like, if you love the art of it, or like you're like you know your friends are doing it, or you're you're around it a lot, it would be so hard not to, even in an accident, steal a joke. Yeah. Especially uh, if you're around them, you're saying a lot, and that obviously, yeah, like and like you like happened. you learn their mannerisms and like things like that. Like like people just you know start imitating people. Well, who was without the, even trying, and it'd be who, so easy to do. Who was a big comedian whenever we were in high school, and didn't he steal a bunch of jokes? Dane, yeah, Dane, Dane Cook. Yeah, Dane Cook. Yeah, oh, it was like every joke so was Carlos Mencia. No, yeah, really? Carlos Mencia was the big one. Yeah, that was the big one, Carlos. and I think Joe Rogan call him out. Uh, I can't remember if he's the one who called him out, but yeah, uh, I know he. Yeah, Joe, I think Joe Rogan called him out on a fuck at a show. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I could see mannerisms being easily stolen, and like Especially not like even not even like on purpose, right? Like yeah. you could just be like you're emulating somebody, yeah, and or you like, oh my god, that guy's so funny! Like the way he does that, the way he tells that, yeah. or the way 
knows this situation. Like to be original with as many comedians that are out there, it would be so hard. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Alex, congratulations on going old school. I'm proud of you. I like I mean, I love him. I wish I could talk more about him, but I don't really have much to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh Anth, what do you got? Um I'm gonna go probably one of my favorites. Maybe not like uh his stand-up's good, but Dave Chappelle. I feel like his his show was just yeah. like it like formed my childhood almost like yeah well middle like, my teen, teen years. Um but I mean, even his stand-up was really good. Um one of them that I loved, he like makes fun of white people. Uh well he makes <laughs> he starts making fun of like himself and like that black people eat ribs to like go to sleep and he's like i'll fall asleep like as soon as i eat ribs and he's like uh, he's like i don't know what's that like for white people and there's somebody like right in the front and he's like box of wine like (laughs) (laughs) just like oh box of wine (laughs) and just like rips on him and then like that then like goes into his skits where he does the the ribs ribs in a, in a jar in a jar like in a it's, it's a medicine like, thing too because yeah, they, yeah. they pull out the uh the, the cotton, cotton. <laughs> yeah he's yeah. yeah. like side effects he's like mud butt, mud butt. <laughs> yeah mud butt. <laughs> sleepiness uh i think rashida jones is in that skit too which is just hilarious mm-hmm. that she's uh, in, in some of the in some of his shows it's, yeah that's insane she's the one where he does his sex contract it's yeah her, the non-disclosure is, agreement yeah yeah you're not gonna <laughs> um, tell you you're not gonna tell anybody about this right <laughs> damn damn straight <laughs> but i feel like he yeah fucking crushed it on the scene and then he stuck to his guns and uh didn't let like the corporations take it even though it like sucked whenever we were kind of we didn't want it to be over yeah what did season, yeah, what what it's season it, three of Chappelle's yeah, show. And season three was fucking garbage uh but then he came back like some of his stand-ups were even like his recent ones were pretty good i know that he got into some controversy but i feel like he's true to himself and they're jokes at the end yeah, of the exactly. day. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't that jokes. Jokes. Yeah. It just yeah, turned that I, way. I, 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 went, I, I listened to the, the stand-up that happened in the one, ones. I think he released multiple since then. Not yes. that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But his stuff back in the day was fucking oh, well, to, like, revolutionary, yeah. I feel like, when the Chappelle show yeah. came I, out. I, in I, sketch I, comedy, for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but my uh, I, I another bit that I quote all the time from that I think that same stand up that you, you referenced from way back in the day when he talks about his white friends not known to be afraid of the police. It's like, oh, I, it was with my white friend Chip, and he we were high shit. We're like, how did we get to Second Street? He said, oh, there's a police officer, I'll go ask him. <laughs> Excuse me, officer. Uh, how do, how do we how do we get to Third Street? Whoa, 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 take it easy. You're on Third Street. <laughs> his, his impersonation so of a good person. Too is uh, I wish I could remember more like distinctly these funny things. Because as soon as you guys say them, I just started thinking my, of like exactly how it happened. My yeah. favorite is uh, the racial draft. I think uh, of his skits. Yeah. Yes, that yeah, was awesome. his skits. Uh, uh, black Black Bush is is pretty good. Black too. Bush is that's my favorite. M A R S Mars bitches, we going. 
Bed rocks. I was so like, oil. When he's who like, the fuck said anything about oil? <laughs> he's like, the UN's going to sanction us. And he's like, <laughs> with what army? He's like, you ain't got no army. <laughs> you know what I do if I don't have an army? I shut the fuck up. He says in the mic, he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> What about fuck your couch and all of those fucking stories about True Hollywood stories? Oh my god, those are so good. I could talk about that show all night. We could just do a whole podcast on that fucking show. Yeah, he was definitely like the first one that I wrote down, but he was on my draft from the first get go. So I feel like I couldn't bring him back up. Yeah, yeah, I know he's been talked about, and uh, his show was just fucking amazing. I went back and watched it like maybe the first year of the pandemic. I forget what year we're in, Uh, and I was like crying. I was laughing so hard. It was yeah. still so never, good. It, it never gets old. It came out in 2003. It's almost 20 years ago. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, do you remember like Robin Hood and Days and Conf- Days and Confused? No. Uh, no. Um, I know what you're thinking about. Half baked. Half baked. Like those movies were. I mean, he wasn't the main character in. Robin he wasn't half baked. He was half baked. He was, but Robin and, Hood. He was fucking funny. Yeah. Him and Neil Brennan wrote Half Baked, and then Neil Brennan was the writer probably one of the main writers for the Chappelle show yeah who's also a hilarious comedian he has a stand-up called three mics i would three highly recommend so if you haven't seen it. it's funny yeah it's, it's amazing uh neil brennan like if i knew more about neil brennan i might have put him on well i have him on my list i might have like actually talked about him but Chappelle show um yeah i feel like he's amazing. a g he's a g yeah. Hilarious. I don't know what more you need to say about Dave, but yeah, you could have just not said anything. It would have been self-sufficient. He's I do person. love too how he just like had millions of dollars and he just like stood for what he believed in, and it was like fuck out, it. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's he it, it was like it was like he knocked Oprah up and he just gave it away. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I forgot about all those sketches too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that show is so good. Well, Whatever, uh, little John, the the, the reparation or re, reparations. Yeah, yeah. That episode was fucking hilarious too. Also, the um, what was it? The black, the blind, the one who was blind. Oh, the black white supremacist. Yeah, black <laughs> white Jesus. supremacist. That was so good. Peyton Bigsby. Yeah. Peyton Bigsby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those skits were just unbelievable. Ugga bugga. Uh, dave all right please wrap us up oh man uh i i was gonna go with a a comedian that's still active but i feel like you guys have inspired me to go with one of my uh more old school picks uh i'm gonna go mitch hedberg that is i saw i yeah i saw him when i was doing some research i don't know who he is either wow alice you know i don't think so Man, I am so disappointed in you guys. Uh, he he was uh, so he's been dead for a long time now. Mm-hmm. He died in 2005, yeah, of an overdose. And he his kind of shtick was he was he would have like a super he was like a super weird, goofy, awkward stage presence. And he was so he had so much stage fright that he would wear sunglasses. And a lot of times he would have his eyes closed because he was so afraid of like uh, dealing with his, his anxiety of being up in front of an audience. But his, his jokes are like stupid, zany one-liners. Like one of his best jokes that I like is like, uh, so I, uh, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. (laughs) (laughs) 
like I think he also does this one. It's the uh, you ever think about how uh, escalators they when they break they just become stairs. <laughs> Yeah. You, they break down, you put up a sign, sorry for the convenience. <laughs> <laughs> I might have saw him late night on Comedy Central once. Because that one sounds familiar. And his looks a little bit familiar. It's crazy that there's like more comedians that you think who are just like terrified of being on stage. But they still go, like it's what they love to do is like telling it's jokes and being funny. Yeah. Uh, and some of them just like force themselves to go on stage. Mm-hmm. Which I couldn't imagine trying to do that if I would like had stage fright. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of other Mitch Hedberg jokes. He was like, uh, "Oh, I like waffles. They're like pancakes, but with traps." <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's all just like a lot of like one-liner, stupid, uh, like just silly observational things. <laughs> yeah, like you have to be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like I, I haven't slept for ten days because that would be too long. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a turtleneck is like being strangled by a really weak guy all day. <laughs> uh, the depressing thing about tennis is that no matter how good I get, I'll never be as good as a wall. <laughs> uh, are they literally just all one-liners? I would like. It's that. it's it's mostly one-liners. Yeah. That's you, great. Should, uh, I can't believe you guys haven't heard of him. He's yeah. he is so so good. <laughs> this shirt is dry clean only, which means it's dirty. <laughs> uh, yeah, and his delivery was was like part of it too. Because he's just like this very like lackadaisical, like almost slurred kind of uh, thing in like the opposite of nate bragazzi like he laughs at himself all the time which yeah. is which is one of my <laughs> my favorite things is when comedians crack themselves up yeah. me bill, too bill, like, bill 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 does that a lot yeah yeah <laughs> so does have you guys watched burke pressure uh i have never seen his stand-up i've only heard him uh, you, you gotta watch him but his laugh is like uh, his, his laugh is very infectious exactly uh, and he just like <laughs> he'll like get halfway through a joke and just like start laughing and it's <laughs> he's like a little bit overweight so it's like that throaty chest kind of laugh <laughs> where he's like not fully laughing but trying to laugh and it just like kills you <laughs> it's amazing yeah i i, I want to see his stand-up because i i've heard him like describe tell the the events of the like his famous bit is the, the machine machine yeah. yeah where he talks about his time where he was a uh exchange student in russia mm-hmm. <laughs> not even an exchange student i think it was just like studying abroad and yeah. got, got involved with the mob he told the guy, he told the he told the first guy who was like the muscle that he was a machine <laughs> He told all the mod bosses that's what his name was. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've never I, I've never seen the bit on stand up. I've heard him like talk about like the actual events surrounding it in more detail on a, on a podcast, and I, I need to go back and watch it. Yeah. The... He has a, he has that uh, he has that I don't know like maybe like slightly congested sound. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he, he, did that, he did that. He did that thing. It. He did that drinking thing that I told you guys or I showed. I think I sent it to you, Alex. Uh, like I'll never stop drinking. I'll never stop drinking. I will. All, I love drinking so much that I will always take care of myself, oh, right. at least enough, so I, can, I don't have to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I like having drinks in the morning. 
I like having drinks in the evening. I like that feeling whenever you, whenever you somebody says, "Should we get some drinks?" and yeah. you know you shouldn't, but you get some drinks. He goes, "You don't get that from a second kiss. You don't get that from a first kiss." And drinking when you shouldn't, like it is so fucking <laughs> funny the way he describes shit. I like mimosas. <laughs> so, so he also tells a story. Um, and he was featured, and this is a true story. He was featured in Rolling Stone in 1997. He's the um, sorry. He no. was the he was the top partier of the in college. He's he the like, inspiration for the movie Van Wilder. What? Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because insane. of that Rolling Stone interview. Amazing. He went to Florida State, right? For, uh, yeah, Florida State. I think yeah, uh, they were like the number one party school, and he was the top partier at the number. <laughs> <laughs> um all right i'm gonna tell one more mitch hedberg joke and then we can go on to uh then we can go hey, on gems. to honorable mentions yeah he says uh i am against picketing but i don't know how to show it <laughs> i like it all right that's that's my mitch hedberg and it kind of makes me sad because uh, my I, I instead of mitch hedberg my second one was going to be tom segura it's who it sounds like you guys are all familiar with uh-huh. Yeah, he's like best friends with Bert. Yeah, his his shit is fucking hilarious. He's different. He's different though. Like he's like thirty. Oh, he's he's. I miss who you said. Tom Segura. Then you would like him. Oh, you if you haven't heard his stand up, you kind of look like him. Honestly, <laughs> I I uh I almost crashed my car and killed my wife and I in in the, the he's so uh, funny. uh on the turnpike and going to the tunnel because I was laughing so hard. Then he's gonna be oh at the yeah, yeah yeah he's he's gonna, he's gonna be at the casino in August if you wanna go see him. You I've seen go. him. Yeah. I've seen him live twice, and he is really, Dude, very he's, he's so yeah, he cracks me up. So a lot yeah. of like the stupid shit that I see on like uh, like little like clips of stuff. He he. So him and him and Bert are, are good they're friends. Like best friends, yeah. So they did the they they were talking to each other. I don't know if they're on a podcast or whatever. And Bert had this like giant like metal jug, like like, like, a, like a big water jug. Huh. And he asked me, he goes, "What do you have in there?" And he's like, "Kool Aid." <laughs> he's like, I saw that. He goes, no, you don't. He goes, I'm telling you, it's it's fruit punch Kool Aid. He's like, let me see that. He takes it. And he goes, oh my god, it's fucking ice cold Kool Aid. <laughs> Everybody thinks you're being healthy, but it's a fucking giant jar of sugar, you piece of shit. Uh, yeah, they have a podcast. He goes, I drink two of these a day. He goes, how are you not dead? <laughs> It's 42 ounces of fucking Kool-Aid. <laughs> sugar. I used to make Kool-Aid ice cube pops. I remember I kicked one of those fucking toothpicks in your parents' living room. Yeah. Sucking my foot. <laughs> Alex booby-trapped you is what I happened. Did. Oh, my God. This dude is hilarious. Yeah, he is really funny. Him, yeah, and, uh, him and Bert and Nate, I feel like, are three, like, newcomers that i've really gotten into the past couple of years newcomers. are they all on the podcast together or is it just like or? they've like hit the scenes i feel like started becoming more popular yeah, i guess so. I mean, definitely newer than like bill burr yeah um, um bert and tom have a podcast together is it called two bears one cave is that what it's called? yeah i don't know if that's the, yeah i think so <laughs> yeah he also does one with his wife tom Segura does with it it's mm-hmm. called your it's called your mom's house she's a comedian too oh, okay uh, yeah, yeah. Bears, one cave. That is correct. Tom Tom Segura is so fucking funny. The the yeah, bit really is. 
It's so the way they talk to each other is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the best bits that Tom Segura has done that I can I can do. The one that makes me laugh is he's he, the, that that almost made me die was him talking about how uh, to get people's attention for language learning. If you mixed a porno with <laughs> with, uh, with with learning language, and it's like some woman walks <laughs> with a strap on on, and you're about to start railing some dude against the door, and it's like. This salsa is my picante. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember many of his bits either, but uh, he's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he is, his other good one, or not good one, they're all, a lot of his shit's good, but the one that I, my wife and I quote back to each other the most is he talks, he has a bit called like the, uh, the next 48 hours is the, the show where if you don't if you don't track somebody down within 48 hours of their disappearance they're, they're dead and he, he just talks about like the witness interviews and how they, you, they track down the students like you uh you know cricket yeah i've been known cricket 27 years <laughs> <laughs> that, that that gets me all the time oh dude uh, so like just to like emphasize how like i think these comedians are funny i think they're the, like and i guess maybe this is why podcasters podcasts are getting so popular in their like standard form they're still hilarious like the way they view things and like and and maybe i'm naive i just feel like they're they're not even trying they're just being themselves and they're just that fucking funny which i think makes them that much more likable uh the way they do things yeah. every time it kills me i think they are that funny in real life yeah, and uh, I, I know it's not funny to listen to other people say comedians' jokes as funny as the comedians are, but I'm enjoying re- recounting them. Yeah, well, I'm enjoying listening to them, and that's surprising for me because I hate when people do that. Yeah, I, I generally do too. So I'm sorry for doing it so much. If you're not enjoying it, but fuck you. Hey, fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, Turn us off. <laughs> run through the honorable mentions real quick. I, I started. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll come back. I'll, I I uh, went into a whole Tom Segura thing. You want me to go? Sure. I had Jerry Seinfeld for sitcoms when I started breaking out my list, but then I didn't do it. Uh, Kevin Hart, Jim Gaffigan. I had Bill Burr, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, and John Mulaney, which I thought you would bring up John Mulaney because I know that you love him. He was was high on my list as well. Yeah, he's really funny. I thought he was a little too mainstream, which is why I wanted to hit you with Mitch Mitch Hedberg. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mitch. I like it. Okay, right. so my honorable mentions were uh, <clears throat> Anthony Chappelle too. Second was Robin Williams, Williams, George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, uh, Will Ferrell, Ralphie Mae, Bo Burnham was a throwback to a YouTube com- comedian who's now stand up. Uh, did you watch his thing over COVID? I didn't. I watched. Oh, like, dude, you have to watch it. I watched like part of. I'm like the first part and fell asleep. So I didn't it's watch so good, thing. and the the music from it just it slaps. Who it's is like, it? Bo Burnham. So like Bo Burnham got to start on those stupid like songs on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Dropped oh, yeah, the beat, then I picked it up again, and then <laughs> remember the one skit ant the Honda commercial. Honda's <laughs> black, black my wife. I don't know why that's so funny. Um, <laughs> Bilber uh, was on mine as well too, uh, and Norm Macdonald was my last one. Oh, good shout! Good did you shout. watch? Did you know he like recorded one final stand-up that just came out? No, no, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, I think it came out on Netflix like a couple weeks ago. Oh wow! Yeah. I have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Love Norm Macdonald. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he is good. 
I feel like whenever you watch like a good interview, like Robin Williams always had good on like late night shows and things like that. Like Norm and Robin Williams were like one of my funnest. I mean, they have great stand-ups yeah. and just skits and whatever the fuck, but I yeah, love watching like a good interview. They had some great ones. Robin Williams was he just great. I mean, dude, his yeah. fucking got his golf skit. It's so funny about this guy. to me out. It's yeah. still funny. Yeah. Or he has one about where he's, uh, him and his wife are like later in age and they're trying to have sex and they're sticking like firecrackers up their ass. He's like mimicking, <laughs> like jumping over the couch and shit. He would be soaked in sweat. The whole stage would be soaked in water because he'd be throwing yeah, water around exactly. and shit. Well, yeah, he uses the water bottle to like pretend to jizz. And <laughs> he's yeah. like, it's not coming. It's not coming. <laughs> but yeah, he also does one about the him being the American flag, which is funny, but also like super patriotic too. He was a badass dude. Anyways, that was what I uh, My favorite, like when Dan talking about comedians just being funny on their own without being like on stage or anything. Uh, Norm MacDonald, I remember from when I was a kid for some reason, watching Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And the way they did it was they had all these celebrities on them because they wanted to get them all a chance. They like they just had like eight of them, and they, when someone would lose, the next person they would have the remainder of them like do like a, a they have to hit, like put four things in sequence like A B C D really quickly, and it, it was like a running joke by the end that Norm was so bad at it <laughs> <laughs> that he was the last one remaining, and to, so that he could get the A B C D thing correctly, they put N O R M. That's awesome. At first, I thought you were gonna say Celebrity Jeopardy, but (laughs) that's pretty good. When he was was, Celebrity uh, Jeopardy, he was Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Or sorry, he was he was Turd 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 (laughs) Burt Reynolds. That's something. It's a big hat. It's funny. Oversized hat. It's funny. Uh, All right, Dan, you want to go? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Uh, I feel like Sarah Silverman didn't get a good shake on here, and she was fucking funny. I thought her show was, I thought her show was trash, but I thought she was a funny ass comedian. Um, the, show, funny. the one that she had like that late night thing, the Sarah Silverman show. Sarah Silverman, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, who else? I think John Stewart was fucking funny. Is funny. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, he took a serious turn, so I don't people like. I think anymore people don't think of him as his show. Uh, he has a new show on Apple TV, not so good. No, uh, no, it's like a run at last week tonight, but like try to be more serious. Yeah, I thought it was like solution based. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ricky Gervais, uh, I think it's hard to beat in a lot of ways. A yeah, similar, similar. Uh, nobody's uh, off the table. Uh, I don't care. I'm not worried about it. He just Kinda came out with his delivery. I watched it. It was pretty funny. He just came his out with delivery. Special. His delivery is different than everybody else's. So he's he's awesome. Um, and he says your favorite word. Yeah, it's in his. It's in his. Uh, DNA. It's in his. It's in his DNA. culture. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Kevin Hart. Bill Maher, I think, is hilarious. Dennis Miller is funny as hell. Um, I don't know. You could, I could go on and on. But. I'm surprised you gave the Bill, you gave the Bill Maher shout. Yeah, Bill Maher is good. 
Yeah, I, I, it's, I feel like it's he's he's like uh, the generation above us or generation older than us. He's, he's popular amongst my my grand my grandpa watches him every. Is he on every day or every week? Every week, every, every week. It's like an event in my grandparents' household. He is a podcast now where he just gets high as fuck on and talks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan, when you brought up um, Sarah Silverman, there are some other good. Uh, girl comedians that yeah. are funny, like Tiffany. Amy Schumer is hilarious. Her Amy her Schumer. shit was hilarious. Her oh. stuff was pretty funny. I liked her. Her show was was good. That that stand up that she got a bunch of flack for for uh, the where she's wearing the leather outfit. She didn't get flack mm-hmm. for the outfit. It was just not a good not a good stand up. Yeah, I made sure to put. Uh, I was gonna do some female comedians on mine thing, but I made sure to list because I figured we wouldn't list any. Uh, so uh, I'll just give you my. Are you done with your honorable mentions? Dan? Yeah. Yeah, I could be done. <laughs> uh, can, uh, hold on, hold on. Wait, you, don't ha- you don't have to be. I could be done. But. Ray Romano, uh, all oh, time best, best show on TV. Ray is, everybody loves Ray. So good. <laughs> Dude, and, 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 and it, it's, it's comedy based from him, and like, but like, he's the least funny, funniest person on the show. Yeah. Um, but the way he, <laughs> he he's just so fucking funny. That show is so great. His dad yeah, is good. Kills me on that show. His, 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 yeah, his dad is his great. Dad his, brother is, his brother is too. His dad yeah, was he's... young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Frankenstein and young Frankenstein. <clears throat> uh, I still but, reference. I still. I call it Ray Romanoing. Whenever you pretend to be bad at doing something, so you don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could fuck up some laundry real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Uh, <laughs> I watch Ray. I watch everybody that was Raymond six nights a week before I go to sleep. It's on <laughs> TV land. Like between like 10 and 12. So I can get like four episodes in if I'm feeling pretty awake. You're still rocking that cable? Nice. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> it. good. Uh, all right. I'm going to do mine real quick. I had, I obviously, I had Bill Burr, Tom Segura. Neil Brandon was on mine. Th- that three mics special is one of the best specials. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Nick Thune. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's a pretty good stand-up. He is a, a stand-up called uh, Good Guy. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, John Mulaney. There's a dude named Alex Edelman, super funny stand-up comedian. Uh, I, I was going to quote him whenever I was talking to you guys about going to the Coldplay concert. I'll wait till we get offline, though. Uh, <laughs> Pete Holmes, you, you heard about him? I kind of made reference to he he's a stand-up comedian, a really good podcast as well. And he he had a show on HBO called Crashing. It was basically like a semi-autobiographical. Oh, yeah. He has a show right now, it's called Just Roll with It. It's a bowling show. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Have you watched it? Is it good? I watched every episode thus far. I'm not sure yet. We'll see what happens. Okay. Crashing was really good. It got it got canceled after three seasons, and it was kind of a bummer because I I thought it was I thought it was awesome, uh, and it was like him and his like his real life comedian friends were like playing themselves kind of, and and he was like a version of himself struggling to break into things. Uh, let's see, Mike Birbiglia, mm-hmm. it was also. And that's how I was just looking up his his stand up. What's wrong with him that he has to sleep in like a suit? Yeah, he he has like he he has like sleep. It's not like night terrors. I think he walks. Yeah, he has like oh. severe sleepwashing issues, so he has to sleep uh-huh. in a uh-huh. in a sleeping bag, like tied <laughs> in. <laughs> his wife has to zip him up. Nah. Yeah, yeah, because he he almost died because he jumped out of a hotel window when he was sleeping. Holy fuck! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he talks about it in one of his bits. 
how he was in a uh, La Quinta Inn in Waiawaya, Washington. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, Mike Rabiglia, awesome as well. He's in, he's in some awesome movies as well. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. He, he, he made a movie a few few years ago about it was, it was about an improv troupe. And I cannot remember what it is called, but it has uh, a lot of other comedians in it as well. The uh, Keegan Michael Key from Kane Peels in it. Should check it out. And then I, I made sure to throw in a couple of female comedians because I didn't want to leave that out. Uh, there's a comedian named Taylor Tomlinson who has a couple mm-hmm. stand-ups now on Netflix. She's she's super young actually too. Yeah, uh, she's talking to fresh on the scene. She is hilarious. Her 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 stuff is awesome. Uh, her last her last one is. I, I was like, oh, her first one was super good. I wonder if she'll follow up and it'll be better. And she did. It was awesome. Uh, Chelsea Peretti uh, has a really good stand-up. And she's also like, you know, you might know her from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, and then there's a comedian mm-hmm. named Ali Wong. Ali Wong's funny. Pretty funny as yeah. well. I I think how did Nikki Glaser not get on anybody? She's fucking hilarious. She so, yeah, same thing with Nikki. I really... I think it's hilarious when because all these males talk about it and it's fine, but whenever the females talk about like their sex lives and just like totally out of control, I think it's hilarious. I don't know why. And like Nikki, because we don't we don't hear it. That's Ali, why. Ali Wong like talks about being pregnant in her one stand up and she's super like, pregnant in her yeah, one. Yeah, it's so funny. A couple other ones that I haven't seen as I'm looking up. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco, he's hilarious too. I forgot about him. Oh, is that the one that like plays the Italian guy? Like he he is Italian, Italian guy, but <laughs> he's super Italian. Yeah, you think you you weren't sure if Sebastian Maniscalco was an Italian guy? <laughs> well, he's American, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his son Minaj, his homecoming king stand up is oh, really funny. I don't know if so you've seen good. that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, really funny. I haven't seen that in a while. I like a show too. Anyway, the one on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it is good. I, is that even like a thing anymore? I feel like it hasn't been on for a while. Uh they might just be a while in between seasons. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know that it got canceled or anything. Might the pa- be... Patriot Act is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. 2020 was the last time they had one. Oh, okay. I hope it's not canceled. I thought it was good. Anyway, all right. So I I didn't think we were gonna have so much to say about comedians. I thought I was the only uh, I, I don't want to say like comedy stand comedy nerd, but it's hard not good, to good, be. Good, good, good job, guys. <clears throat> hard not to be. You're right. We right. like to laugh with that. with a with the shitty world we live in. Sometimes it's uh it's nice to have a little break, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, thanks for listening to me do shitty recreations of my favorite comedians. <laughs> Thank you for listening to me say we live in a world where four white guys that have a that get on a fucking Zoom call every week to talk about fucking <laughs> bullshit. It's not that bad. It's just it for us. It's just for us. Not for Anthony, that's for sure. He's on his way out. <laughs> I think we might have him for another couple episodes after this. After this, <laughs> no, what is it? No, I'm, I'm trying to bribe him. We're going golfing on Thursday. All right. We you gotta are. make it to at least the diaper party. He uh, that might be the the end. Diapers might what? be the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, and I gotta go. Adios, guys. See you next time. Peace out.